1: Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live,
0: and welcome to the five o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live. Thank you, thank you, thank you for uh, joining me. My telephone number eight seven seven Bob Live eight seven seven two sixty two fifty four eighty three. I remember them well. Permission slips. Parent permission slips. Uh, I remember them vaguely from when I was a child because <laughs> I have the weirdest memory in the world. I don't remember a whole lot of my childhood. I mean, I know that's weird, it's strange, but it is true. Psychologists would say, oh, it's because you must have had a terrible childhood. I had a wonderful childhood. Wonderful, loving, godly parents went to church. I I had a wonderful, wonderful childhood. But I, I don't have vivid memories of much of it. I know that's weird and it's strange, it's just... It's the way my my brain works. Now, Joy, oh my goodness, she has such vivid memories going way, way back to she was just really tiny, but not not me. Uh, but I do vaguely remember bringing home permission slips. Uh, you want to go um, on a field trip? Permission slip. If you want to do this? Permission slip. You got to bring it home, get it signed. If you don't get it signed, you can't. Okay. Then, when I became a parent, I remember signing those permission slips. Permission for this, permission for that. Uh, gym the things, uh, athletic things, permission slip for this and this and this. And, you know, parental permission slips. Fast forward to 2022. We now have student Permission slips. What do I mean? Well, the parent permission slip was a slip that the parents signed giving the child permission. Oh, no, those those days are gone. No, 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 no. Now we have student permission slips that are permission slips signed by students giving parents permission. The permission to do this or that. Say, what what, what are you talking about, Bernie? What are you talking No, I this is this is actually happening. Washington state, the entire state, has a new policy in Washington that requires teachers, school administrators to conceal from parents gender transitions of their child unless the child signs a permission slip that will allow the teacher to tell the parent, hey, your son is dressing like a girl at school. Your daughter is dressing like a boy at school. Hey, your son, whose name is Ron wants to be called Ronette at school because he is identifying as a girl. And we just want you to know that your son has graciously given us permission to tell you. No, I'm not making this up. And no, I am not exaggerating. Listen to this story out of Washington. And by the way, This is not one school district or one school. This is statewide. I'm quoting, A policy in Washington state requires teachers to conceal students' gender transitions from their parents unless the student gives the green light for their parents to know. The policy comes down from the state's Office of Superintendent of Public Instruction, the ever-popular OSPI, the main agency overseeing public education in Washington state. In a section in the new law called Communicating with Families in OSPI's, gender-inclusive school guidelines, the agency warns, and I'm quoting, sometimes transgender students may not want their families to know that they are transgender or that they use a different name, pronouns, and gender designation at school. Often, this is because they are concerned about a lack of familial acceptance, which could impact their safety and well-being at home. Now, because of this policy, teachers are forbidden to tell the students' parents about their, quote, transgender status, quote, unless... They get permission from the student to share that information. Let that sink in. Let that sink in. Quote, In order to avoid un... (coughs) pardon me, in order to avoid unintentionally outing the student at home, teachers must ask transgender students which name, pronouns, and gender designation should be used when communicating with parents. So in other words, teachers in Washington state are required to deceive the parents of a child if the child insists on it. In other words, lie. Teachers are required to lie to parents if the student doesn't want the parents to know that Ron is going by Ronette... Or Sally is going by Joe. The teachers have to deceive the parents. Oh no, no, no! Your uh, your your son's. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's acting like a boy at school.
1: Uh-huh. Uh huh. Ah.
0: In order to avoid unintentionally outing this... I'm quoting. in, In order to avoid unintentionally outing the students at home, teachers must ask transgender students which name, pronouns, and gender designation should be used when communicating with parents. So if Ronnie goes by Ronette at school and is dressing, acting, identifying as a girl, the teacher must ask that student, uh, how do you want me to uh, communicate with your parents? Ronnie or Ronette? Quote, it can be a challenging situation for all involved when families and students are... Not on the same page about the student's gender identity or transition. However, in Washington, the right to be treated consistent with one's gender identity at school belongs to the student, not the parent. These are minors. These are minors. And by the way, it goes all the way down to kindergarten. Yeah. This is mandated in the entire state of Washington. Wow. All right, we'll be back.
1: Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. Hey, do you remember?
0: Separate, but equal. Remember that? You thought those days were gone, overfinished? Oh, no, 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 no. They're coming back. I've got that story in just a moment, but... First, we're going to go to Frank in Columbus, and Frank, I just want you to know I give you permission to speak. Don't you feel? Don't
1: you feel privileged? I, I do, but Bob, I'm going to start identifying myself as Francesca.
0: Oh, Francesca!
1: <laughs> You're going to have to yeah, change I...
0: your voice a little, Francesca.
1: Well, we're waiting for the, the hormones kick in, but. Yeah. So seriously, it's really not that funny, but um it is. <laughs> it's craziness. Hey, first off, um I don't know if you touched on this, but and then I'll get to what I called about, but tonight is a state of confusion. So, it'll be interesting to watch. Um we'll just leave it at that. Can, you know, Friday. it is
0: I know. it Frank, it is very, very difficult for me to feel sorry for Joe Biden. But if I could I would feel... Can you imagine giving a State of the Union address, considering the State of the Union? I mean, everybody knows the State of the Union is terrible. Here in America, around the world, things are an absolute mess. And he is going to try to put a positive spin on total absolute failure and chaos.
1: Uh, uh, but he beat COVID. He be COVID. We're taking our mask off now. It's all political. He's got to have something. So there we yeah, go. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. The, the mask so, mandate for the House of Representatives just has, just happens to be lifted the day of the State of the Union. What a coincidence. All right. You wanted to talk to about to parental per- permissions.
1: Well, you know what? <laughs> well... It is the next logical step. I mean, the state, and and, and when I mean the state, I mean the state government or federal government, you know, they want control of the kids. And this is, this is how they do it. I mean, it's step by step increments. And, and, you know, they're destroying our, our our youth. They're destroying a generation uh, of, of kids. It's amazing, but, but this is part of, part of the process of getting us to where they want to get us, and that is to take away authority of the parents and give it to the state. Sure. And that's, what, that's exactly what they're, they're doing here. So, and as far as, well, you know, you, you ask about where are the feminists and where, you know, well, they're in a tough spot, Bob, because I'm sure they're not very happy, but, my gosh, if they come out against the transgender at this point, then they'll look like they're some kind of yeah. homophobe, transgenderphobe, yeah. whatever. It, it's going to be interesting because it's going to happen. The left will start eating itself because this is—you know—they've they, they, moved on. They've left the womanhood and the victimization of women behind, and we've moved on to now we got a new victim. And eventually, they're going to—they're going to eat themselves over this. And it's not going to be pretty for them, but it's what's going to happen. And as far as whatever you're getting to next is separate but equal, why should you be surprised that Democrats are pushing separate but equal when they're the ones who pushed it back when Jim Crow and everything else? <laughs> it shouldn't shock That is true. That is Democrats very true. Democrats are. I mean, yeah. so you can go from there. I'll let you, all let right. you go with your story from there. Uh, but all right. That's how Democrats are, Bob. Thanks, Francesca. They are. They are. Yep. All right. Have a great day, Bob. Thanks.
0: (laughs) All right. We are seeing the return of segregation. I've said that over and over again, and I continue to give you more and more evidence. And the civil rights movement was based on equality. We want equality, non-discrimination, non-bigotry. We want integration. We want everyone to be treated equally. We don't want people to be treated by the color of their skin, but by their their character and and so on. But what's happening today is vengeance, retribution, payback. You did it to us. We're going to do it to you, and you see how it feels. That was never the intent of Martin Luther King Jr. and others who were the the leaders of the civil rights movement that was never their desire to get even to get vengeance that is what the left is all about today here's another illustration a seattle area school board is defending their decision to have racially segregated meetings now why would they have racially segregated meetings They're trying to select a new superintendent. So they're having open public meetings for discussion about what the new superintendent should be, who they should be, and so forth. And then there are special meetings, quote, for parents, guardians of color and parents, guardians of students of color. Segregated non-whites. So they have meetings where anybody can attend, and then they have meetings where only people of color can attend. No white people. Why? Well, because white people make the people of color uncomfortable. Now, turn the clock back 75 years Why weren't black people allowed into certain events? Because it made the white people feel uncomfortable. And if the white people felt uncomfortable, we got to keep those blacks out. This has turned. This is separate but equal. This is the new segregation from the left. And the school board has received enormous pushback. But they're defending it. Absolutely defending it. Oh, by the way, what is the makeup of this school district? The median home price in this particular school district is $1,187,000. Not exactly poverty. Now, what about the makeup of students? White students, 49.6%. Non white students, 50.4%. In other words, the majority of the students in this very wealthy district are non-white. And yet the school board says, well, we don't want black parents to feel uncomfortable with white people in the meeting. This is where the left is taking us, folks, back to segregation. Well, we're having two meetings. It's separate but equal. We were past those days. The left is trying to bring us back.